This is Hardy Midday, Hardy County's daily radio news program. For the next 10 minutes, we will bring you the latest in local news and events, sports, weather, agriculture, and much more. If you have an upcoming event in Hardy County, feel free to send it to hardymidday at gmail.com. Please remember to include any necessary information about your event in your message. Hardy Midday is brought to you by First National Bank of Wachula, 406 North 6th Avenue in Wachula, and online at fnbwachula.com. Hardy Midday starts now. Good afternoon, Glenn here. Today is Friday, January 7th, and welcome back to Hardy Midday here on Real Country 102.1 The Outlaw, brought to you by Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960, First National Bank of Wachula at 406 North 6th Avenue right here in Wachula. Starting with your local news in Avon Park, troopers investigating a hit and run from November 18th now have a lead and need your help to find the driver. Through the course of investigating an early morning crash on Highway 27 at Sun Pure Road, Florida Highway Patrol's Traffic Homicide Division now has surveillance video of a white semi-trailer suspected of hitting another car and sending it across oncoming traffic, resulting in fatal injuries to 43-year-old Trina Williams of Avon Park. FHP stated that the semi had a sleeper cab and was pulling a flatbed trailer. Troopers urge anyone with information on the crash or the semi-trailer to contact them immediately or to call Heartland Crime Stoppers at 1-800-226-TIPS. That's 1-800-226-8477 or visit them online at www.heartlandcrimestoppers.com. Remember, when you submit a tip to Heartland Crime Stoppers, you have the choice to remain fully anonymous, and if your tip helps lead to an arrest, you may be eligible to receive a cash reward. The number again, 1-800-226-8477, 1-800-226-TIPS, or heartlandcrimestoppers.com. Your local events, the Fort Meade Jamboree is reopening, and their first show is tomorrow night starting at 6 p.m. at Peace River Park. And following that, tomorrow night, it's the second Saturday of each month. Admission is $10 at the door. Come on by and enjoy live musical performances and dancing. For more information, you can call 863-698-6801. And the Wachula Kiwanis Club's 26th annual clay shoot is still set for Saturday, January 15th at Dark Hammock Legacy Ranch, 330 Clark Road in Lake Placid. Individual registration starts at $125 and special prizes will be awarded to the top four-person team, along with top male, top female, and top youth shooters. You must provide your own ammunition, along with eye and hearing protection, and a cart to get around if you desire. Registration starts at 7.30 a.m., a mandatory safety briefing an hour later at 8.30, and the contest begins at 9. For more information or questions, please call Margie Ludden at 863-381-9508. Your jobs here in Hardy County, Emerald Goddess Gardens is looking for an office assistant. A high school diploma or GED and U.S. work authorization are required. W.R. Smith Land Clearing is looking for general laborers, a driver's license, high school diploma,
diploma or GED, U.S. work authorization, and one year of landscape maintenance experience are required. And Community Housing Partners in Bowling Green is looking for a maintenance technician, a high school diploma or GED, and previous maintenance experience are required, minor carpentry, electrical, residential plumbing, roofing, drywall, painting, and some HVAC experience are preferred. All of these jobs and more at Indeed.com. The Hardy County Sheriff's Office, the Wachula and Bowling Green Police Departments, and law enforcement agencies nationwide remind you to do the 9 p.m. routine. Remember to check every door and window in your home at 9 p.m. tonight and ensure that it is securely closed and locked to help protect against burglary. Remember to do the same with your vehicles, removing any valuable something inside. By doing the 9 p.m. routine each and every night, you make your home a safer home. Remember, lock it or lose it. Be sure to send your job openings, news, or events to Hardy Midday, Hardy, M-I-D-D-A-Y at gmail.com, or you can message us on our Facebook page. Please remember to include any event brochures, pamphlets, or flyers with your message. They'll greatly assist us, and we'll read them on the air for you. Coming up, your local weather report and forecast, plus your agriculture, business, and sports news. Hardy Midday will return in just a moment. Hey, it's me. I lost my wallet. Yeah, it must have happened yesterday afternoon. Cash, checks, debit card. No, all of it. Yeah, I looked everywhere. Well, my rent's due. I'll need it this week. You, you will? Have I ever told you how much I love you guys? She's not talking to her father. First National Bank of Wachula. What is your bank doing for you? At First National Bank of Wachula, you get to do your banking your way. You can still write checks and visit our office. You can use our online telephone banking systems. Our mobile banking can nearly do it all. And of course, there's our full service ATM. So no matter how you do your banking at First National Bank of Wachula, we have your banking needs covered. Welcome back to Hardy Midday here on Real Country 102.1 The Outlaw. It's time now for your weather report and forecast. 75 degrees out, feels like 79, a 50% chance of rain. Your current conditions, partly sunny, shade temperature 73 degrees. Your maximum UV index is 4, moderate. Winds northwest at 6 miles per hour with gust up to 7. Your humidity slightly humid at 65%. Air quality is fair, the dew point 62 degrees. Cloud cover 46%. 10 miles of visibility, and the cloud ceiling was 30,000 feet. Your Hardy County forecast, including the cities of Wachula, Bowling Green, and Zolfo Springs, last updated 924 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Today, partly cloudy in the morning, then clearing, patchy fog early in the morning with highs in the upper 70s. North winds around 5 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly clear. Lows in the mid-50s. Northeast winds around 5 miles per hour. Saturday, mostly sunny in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy with highs around 80. East winds 5 to 10 miles per hour with gusts up to 20. Saturday night, partly cloudy. Lows in the mid-60s. East winds at 5 to 10 miles per hour. And Sunday and Sunday night, partly cloudy with a slight chance of showers. Highs in the lower 80s, lows in the lower 60s with a 20% chance of rain. That's your hearty midday weather report and forecast for today, tonight, and the weekend. You are all caught up now, so let's go to your agriculture news. 
From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. Farm Bureau volunteers will be celebrating Food Checkout Week, February 14th through the 18th, as they spotlight the healthy, nutritious food supply available to Floridians. According to the Florida Farm Bureau, volunteers will also host various interactive community events statewide. USDA data shows the average American earns enough income to pay for an annual supply of food in just seven weeks. The average American is now at least three generations removed from the farm. The Wall Street Journal says farmers plan to plant more corn, soybeans, and wheat than last year thanks to a banner year for grain prices, but they also face more uncertainty. However, higher fertilizer prices, forecasts for more weather challenges, and the threat of China slowing its demand for global commodities may put a damper on the anticipation. Analysts and investors say geopolitics may bring more volatility to prices this year. The Energy Information Administration says ethanol output rose slightly week to week while stockpiles declined. Production of the biofuel increased to an average of 1.059 million barrels a day during the week ending December 24th, up from an average of 1.051 during the previous week. Ethanol inventories during the week ending December 24th fell to 20.76 million barrels, down from 20.705 the week before, the lowest level in three weeks. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm. But which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on listening to this station for the Ag Information Network of the West News. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us. They'll trust you. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with today's Agribusiness Update. Listen up, farmers and neighbors. SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply can take care of all your irrigation needs, from house pumps to turbine service and backhoe service and more. Whatever your irrigation needs, including PVC pipes for pump and repair services, call owner and manager Randall Smith, 863-773-6255. Also on call if needed. That's SNS Irrigation and Farmer Supply, located at 127 North George Burris Avenue in Wachula. Open Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. I'm Maura Bennett with your Southeast Regional Ag Report. The first dispute settlement panel brought under the USMCA has ended in favor of the U.S. in a dispute over dairy with Canada. USDA Secretary Tom Vilsack says the decision means the USMCA agreement with Canada regarding dairy products should now be enforced the way it was intended. When the agreement was reached, I think the U.S. dairy industry believed in good faith that they would have greater access to the Canadian market by virtue of increased tariff rate quotas. The Canadians utilized a process that made it more difficult for those quotas to be met for dairy products. And as a result, the agreement, in our view, was not being enforced the way it was intended. I think what's important about this ruling is that we're going to be able to sell more U.S. dairy products in Canada across the board. While the Southeast isn't the top dairy producing region of the U.S., the decision may still have significant impacts on regional dairy production. 
There are about 125,000 dairy cows in Florida that collectively produce about 300 million gallons of milk each year. Lafayette and Okeechobee are Florida's leading dairy counties. Operations are primarily owned and operated by second- and third-generation farmers. Georgia currently has approximately 112 dairy farms and is home to over 81,000 dairy cows. Each Georgia dairy cow has an economic impact of more than $12,500. Georgia's dairy industry contributes more than a billion dollars to Georgia's economy each year, according to the Georgia Milk Producers. Impressions. On social media, they're peddled for pennies on platforms like Facebook that can be biased, even censored. So what are you really getting for your advertising dollar? I invite you to join the Southeast Regional Ag News Radio Program, where our impressions are priceless, where it's impossible to put a value on information that empowers farmers and ranchers. If you're a company that values the impression you have within our ag community, support this radio station by sponsoring the Southeast Regional Ag News Program. Hey, I'm Rodeo Clown J.J. Harrison. Now, if you've ever seen me in the arena, you know I like to have fun take chances. But I also take safety very seriously because rodeo clowning can be dangerous, but so can farming or ranching. Never assume location of depth of underground utilities or pipelines. Before you start work, always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com. It only takes a minute and it can save your life. Always call 811 or visit clickbeforeyoudig.com before you start work. A message from the Pipeline Operators for Ag Safety campaign. This is Maura Bennett with the Ag Information Network. And now for your business news, the stock market report, and your sports news. With the SRN News Business Report, I'm John Scott. More declines in big technology stocks pulled major indexes lower on Wall Street, driving the market further into the red on the first week of the year. The S&P 500 wobbled between gains and losses for much of the day before closing down one-tenth percent. Weaknesses in mid-tech companies like Apple, the main culprit. The Nasdaq fell one-tenth percent, and the Dow fell five-tenths percent. Small company stocks bucked the trend and closed higher. The Dow was down 170 points today to finish at 36,236. The Nasdaq lost 19 to 15,080. The S&P 500 dropped four points to 4,696. New York oil rose at $1.61, closing at $79.46 a barrel. With business, I'm John Scott. Do I know this means a lot to a lot of people? Yes. Am I trying to play some kind of savior by winning a national championship for millions of people? No, I don't think that's my job. And we know we're going to have to give it our best shot to win this game. Georgia's lost seven straight to Alabama, including a loss in this season's SEC title game. In the NBA, Kyrie Irving scored 22 points, making his season debut, helping Brooklyn beat Indiana 129-121. He missed the Nets' first 35 games of the season for declining to be vaccinated for the coronavirus. I know what the consequences were. I still know what they are. But right now, I'm just, just enjoying this time that I get to play with my guys. And, you know, however it looks later in the season, and, and we'll address it then. Philadelphia notched their NBA best 14th road victory of the season, beating Orlando 116-106. Despite the absence of Jimmy Butler and the first-half ejection of Kyle Lowry, Miami beat Portland 115-109. This is Ezra in Sports. Luka Doncic scored 26 points, leading Dallas past Golden State 99-82. It was Charlotte 140, Detroit 111, Houston 114, Washington 111, San Antonio 99, Boston 97, Minnesota 98, Oklahoma City 90, Toronto 117, Milwaukee 111, 
Utah 115, Denver 109, Atlanta 108, Sacramento 102. Top 25 hoops saw 10th-ranked Michigan State beat Nebraska 79-67, the Spartans 4-0 in the Big Ten. It was 11th-ranked Iowa State 51, number 25, Texas Tech 47. In the NHL, Pittsburgh scored three third-period goals to erase a 3-2 deficit to beat St. Louis 5-2, Blues forward Ryan O'Reilly. You know, it was there for the taking, and... Uh... A couple bad plays killed us. Toronto beat Edmonton 4-2. The Islanders of Vancouver postponed. Dallas Cowboys star rookie linebacker Micah Parsons is the latest big-name player added to the COVID-19 reserve list. If he can't play Saturday at Philadelphia, Parsons will finish the season with 13 sacks, one and a half behind the NFL rookie record set by Tennessee's Javon Curse in 1999. With us here in sports, I'm Patrick Foss. And that concludes our time with Hardy Midday Today, brought to you by the exceptional service and hospitality you will always find at Hardy County's hometown bank since 1960. And no other bank deserves that title other than our very own First National Bank of Wachula. You can stop in and see them at 406 North 6th Avenue right here in Wachula, or visit them on the web 24-7 at fnbwachula.com. And don't forget, if you have an account with First National Bank of Wachula, you can log into their electronic banking system to manage your accounts anytime, anywhere. Your quote for the day, if you enjoy arguing about lunches at 6 a.m., I can't recommend parenting highly enough. Tune in not tomorrow, but Monday for the latest in Hardy County news and information. I've been Glenn, and we will see you then. Have a great and safe rest of your day and a great weekend, folks. For recording of today's show, send an email with the date of the show requested to hardymidday at gmail.com. Hardy Midday shows may not be sold or redistributed without the express written consent of WAUC Radio and Hardy Broadcasting. The news and event information presented in this show has been verified to the best of our ability. Please contact us if any errors are found. This has been Hardy Midday, a production of Hardy Broadcasting, LLC.